ഭഗവത്ഗീതാ ചാപ്റ്റർ ത്രീ ടെക്സ്റ്റ് ട്വൻറ്റി സെവൻ പ്രകൃതേഹ ക്രിയമാണാനി ഗുണൈഹ കർമാണി സർവശ അഹങ്കാര വിമൂഢാത്മാ കർത്താഹമിതി മന്യത്തേ പ്രകൃതേഹ ഓഫ് മെറ്റീരിയൽ നേച്ചർ ക്രിയമാണാനി all being done gunai by the modes karmani activities sarvashah all kinds of ahankara vimodha bewildered by false ego atma the spirit soul कर्ता दुअर अहम आय इति दस मन्यते थिंक्स ट्रांसलेशन एंड परपोर्ट बाय जिवांग्रेस एसी भक्तिवेदांत स्वामी श्री प्रभुपाद की जय Translation the bewildered spirit soul under the influence of the three modes of material nature thinks himself to be the doer of activities which are an actuality carried out by nature please repeat the bewildered spirit soul under the influence of the three modes of material nature thinks himself to be the doer of activities which are an actuality carried out by nature for two persons one in krishna consciousness and the other in material consciousness working on the same level may appear to be working on the same platform but there is a wide gulf of difference in their respective positions the person in material consciousness is convinced by false ego that he is the doer of everything he does not know that the mechanism of the body is produced by material nature which works under the supervision of the lord the materialistic person has no knowledge that ultimately he is under the control of krishna The person in false ego takes all credit for doing everything independently and that is a symptom of his nations. He does not know that this gross and subtle body is the creation of material nature under the order of the supreme personality of Godhead and as such his bodily and mental activities should be engaged in the service of Krishna in Krishna consciousness. The ignorant man forgets that the supreme personality of Godhead is known as Rishikesha or master of the senses of the material body. for due to his long misuse of the senses and sense gratification he is factually bewildered by the false ego which makes him forget his eternal relationship with krishna so this is a very common verse quoted by shri prabhupad and um it actually is uh, sums up our state in this material world kartaham kartaham means i am the doer karta means doer and aham means i so whatever we are able to do it is only possible by the mercy of the lord even the fact that we are alive is because of the mercy of the lord we do not know how our body has developed 
in the womb of the mother neither did the mother know how the body had developed in the womb her own womb so we have not created our body and inside the body even now the digestion is taking place the nervous system is there the skeletal system is there the structure is so perfect and the intelligence none of which we have uh, chosen everything was given to us and that is explained in the bhagavatam we have quoted this also many times श्री भगवान उवाच कर्मणा दैवनेत्रेण जंतुर्देहोपपत्तये स्त्रियाह प्रविष्ट उदरं पुम्सो रेतह कणाश्रयः श्रिमत भागवतं कांडो 3 चाप्ट 31 वर्स 1 The personality of God had said Under the supervision of the Supreme Lord and according to the result of His work The living entity, the soul, is made to enter into the womb of a woman through the particle of male semen to assume a particular type of body so this is how we have taken our birth <clears throat> first the soul goes into the semen of the man and then is injected into the uh, womb of the woman and thus he develops his body in the womb and of course the whole journey of the soul is described in this chapter in the womb of the mother how the body develops without the need for any scan exact descriptions are given here in this chapter of bhagavatam when uh, our body develops uh, when the nails develop when the hairs develop when the face when the eyes ears nose everything is mentioned here so this is the signs that we have so anyway uh, the thing is we are given this body based on two things under the sanction of the lord but according to the result of our work therefore it is said karanam guna sangosya sadasad yoni janmasu purusha prakriti sthohi bhungte prakriti jan gunan karanam guna sangosya sadasad yoni janmasu bhagavad gita chapter 13 verse 22 the living entity in material nature does enjoys the way of ways of life enjoying the three modes of uh, thus follows the way of ways of life enjoying the three modes of material nature this is due to his association with that material nature thus he meets with good and evil among various species karanam guna sanga asya according to our association we develop our qualities and according to the qualities we get our birth so if our activities are in the mode of ignorance we get a similar body if our activities are in the mode of passion then we get a suitable body if our activities are in the mode of goodness then we get a suitable body like that so this is explained also in the bhagavad gita 14 chapter 18th verse urdham gachhanti satvasthah madhye tishthanti rajasah jaghanya gunavittistha adho gachhanti tamasah 
those situated in the mode of goodness gradually go upward to the higher planets those in the mode of passion live on the earthly planets and those in the abominable mode of ignorance go down to the hellish worlds or even animal life actually animal life is a hellish world so <clears throat> why we have so much variety in our, in this world why there are some plants there are some humans there are animals there are insects there are birds so all these different living entities are existing because of their own work and why somebody in even in human form they are um say mentally um, deranged and some are very intelligent uh, some are beautiful some are not some are tall uh, like this in so much variety is there so many races Uh, so many backgrounds why somebody is born in a say broken family or somebody is born in a nice cultured family why all these differences uh, in many denominations of faith this is just described as uh, the will of god but why would the god will uh, bad for someone and good for someone else is god partial and then they say it is a test of god what what test i mean if he is mentally off what test he, he doesn't even know he is in a test so it doesn't make any sense um krishna is not partial nayasya kaschit daitostik arhi chet dveshyas chayasmin vishama matir niranam so the God, um, supreme personality of god had krishna he is not partial toward anyone समोहम सर्वभूतेशु नमेद्वेश्योस्ति न प्रियः ही इज नॉट पार्शियल टू एनीवन एंड ही इज नॉट अगेंस्ट एनीवन सो व्हाई पीपल सम सफर एंड सम पीपल एंजॉय एंड द सेम पीपल हु एंजॉय नाउ विल सफर लेटर सेम पीपल हु सफर नाउ विल एंजॉय लेटर सो व्हाई दिस थिंग्स आर हैपनिंग बिकॉज़ ऑफ आवर वर्क ऑल्दो द लॉर्ड सैंक्शंस इट इज आवर वर्क बट हियर इन टुडेस वर्स इट इज सेड that if one thinks he is the doer of the work and that means he is in ahankar see we revisit the verse you see the bewildered spirit soul under the influence of the three modes of material nature thinks himself to be the doer of activities which are in actuality carried out by nature so if he is not doing if the nature is doing then why is he punished this is to be understood hmm. because here if it is said whoever thinks i am the doer of the activity he is a he is in ahankar false ego hmm. he is never the doer but then when he commits sin or when he commits piety he is responsible <laughs> so how how to reconcile this understanding hmm. so again the whole thing is association karanam guna sangosya we are forced to act helplessly according to our association according to the uh, modes of material nature we have acquired we are forced to act why someone thinks that to eat meat is all right what is wrong why do someone think like that 
because of his association. That's why it is said for a devotee, we should not even associate with those who are meat eaters. Prabhupada once was um, waiting, I think uh, for the train or something like that, or aeroplane. Then the devotee said, uh, let us uh, sit here, you know, in the cafe. There are some chairs there. Prabhupada said, no, we cannot sit there. We cannot even sit there. (laughs) Forget about drinking or eating there. Can't even sit there. Because... um, it is said in the Chaitanya Charitamrita nicely. Um, what is that? So this is spoken by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself. Vishayra anna khayle malin hoi man malin man hoile nahi krishna rasmaran when one eats food offered by a materialistic man, one's mind becomes contaminated. And when the mind is contaminated, one is unable to think of Krishna properly. Okay, this is about eating. We'll go to them. Next verse he says, Vishayra anna hoi rajasa nimantran data bhokta duhar malin hoi man. Data and bhokta also. When one accepts an invitation from a person contaminated by the material mode of passion, the person who offers the food and the person who accepts it are both mentally contaminated. This is the reason why we don't uh, eat anything other than prasadam. Even vegetarian food in the restaurant, a no-go for us. Because the person who is cooking, he is not in the proper consciousness. He may be a meat eater. He is not a devotee. So that consciousness, you see, a person by the material mode of passion, if one accepts an invitation, so even when the, sometimes relatives, the devotees always face this problem uh, when they are having to deal with relatives or friends, colleagues. So they are invited to this puja or that function or you know something like that, social customs. And, and if they don't go, they are branded as, oh you are being too rigid and too proud that you are doing the highest thing and you, don't, you can't even come to our place and so they come up with all this emotional baggage <clears throat> without knowing why the devotee actually cannot take all that. Even to the point of taking prasadam from the devata's temple we can't do. For example, Lord Shiva's prasadam in the Shiva temple. We can't eat. Durga prasadam, we can't eat. Even from the temple, why? Because they are offered by these karmakandas. Anything other than Krishna Prasadam, we cannot eat. Who said? Who said? You mean that the devatas will actually accept? Devatas themselves are devotees of Krishna. Will they eat anything other than Krishna Prasadam? The proper way of sacrifice is that, like in Jagannath Puri, the food is offered to all the devatas, but... First it is offered to Jagannath and then that prasad is offered to Bimla Devi or Lakshmi. So in, the, in that way all the demigods are offered. Then the, it becomes Mahaprasadam. So that is how the devatas accept. Even Prabhupada mentions in uh, one of the purports that even the Balidan one, one does for Kali, 
he kills the goat. You mean Kali will eat that? <laughs> she is Vaishnavi Devi. Vaishnavi means she is a devotee. I mean, if any Mataji is given some, you know, in front of her one goat is uh, slaughtered and given to the Mataji, she will eat? He will not eat. And what to speak of Parvati or Kali? Uh, so, she will not eat. And she is uh, wife of Lord Shiva who is the greatest Vaishnava in the whole universe. So, where does that offering go then? So, Prabhupada explains that the ghostly uh, associates of Kali, they take. They take those things. That's why we... Um, some people they worship ghosts who are associates of Lord Shiva and you know like that. Bhutanath. He is called Bhutanath because he he is surrounded by all these creatures because he tries to help them to get at least a human body so that they get they get they may get a chance to come back to devotional service. So how it works is um, when a person has a sexual union at a wrong time during the sandhya during the uh, twilight or you know there are I mean there is a science of whole, of this whole thing so when one has this union as at a wrong time and with wrong consciousness even at the right time if wrong consciousness then the soul which enters the semen of the man and into the womb of the woman will be a person who is of ghostly character they were actually supposed to be ghosts but by Lord Shiva's, so Lord Shiva, what he does, he sees if anyone is having union at the wrong time, one of his associates, all his ghostly associates who are around him, he tries to put them into the womb of that woman. And in this way they take birth. So, they are very destructive, but if they approach a bona fide guru, they can be somehow or other saved. So, even uh, however bad a person may be, he may have some good side. So, maybe there will be one chance of him contacting the devotees somehow or other. Or even, even contact in the sense, maybe he is just drinking his beer and devotees are passing by chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna and he just hears, it's nonsense Hare Krishna people. Even that is a contact. Just by nonsense Hare Krishna people, he just chanted Hare Krishna by saying that even. So, that will also to be his, uh, for his benefit. So, actually there is no loss in Krishna consciousness. So, to just afford them this opportunity of a human life, sometimes, um, so Lord Shiva takes care of them and then Parvati, I mean in the form of Kali, uh, she takes care of the female associates like that. So, they accept these kinds of offerings in the mode of ignorance. Um, so therefore, we can only eat Krishna Prasadam, which is why we are so strict. Our association should only be with um, devotees. There is a nice verse. This, of course, actually I wanted to show another that thing where even if you... Prabhupada mentions, I think it's in this purport. is going oh it's going
one second, huh? Hmm, two kinds of meat eaters. Let's miss them. Uh, okay, this is I think in uh, the first chapter, 197th verse. I think Rupa Goswami and Sanatana Goswami are presenting themselves this way. Actually, we belong to the caste of meat eaters because we are servants of meat eaters. Indeed, our activities are exactly like those of the meat eaters. Because we always associate with such people, we are inimical toward the cows and brahmanas. I don't know who is speaking this. I am not sure in fact. So anyway, why, why meat eaters, I mean qualities of meat eaters, what is wrong with meat eaters? Because you are what you eat. Although he may talk about compassion and you know honesty and truthfulness, but first of all he is eating. He is killing an animal and eating. Every, his breakfast, lunch and dinner is a is a crematorium, you know, his stomach is a crematorium. What what uh, morality he is speaking? First of all, he doesn't have any, any any compassion. For his own tongue, which is just like 5 to 6 inches long, and we can only taste my, maybe the first 3 inches of it. After that, we can't even taste it. For that taste, one is ready to kill thousands of birds and animals in his life. Just for the 3 inch long taste buds. So, where is the compassion? From, and then when, when a dog dies, oh, such an act of cruelty, oh, some cat has been killed, oh, such an act of cruelty. And when a pig dies, oh, that's food. When a cow dies, that's food. So this rubbish mentality is because they have no brains at all. This is the, this is the qualities of meat eaters. They have no brains. They have no logic, no common sense even. We are talking about spiritual common sense. Hmm. So, <clears throat> of course, those who are wanting to become devotees, uh, then there is some chance. But one should give up this habit of meat eating. Krishna, and I will show you one more verse. Krishna is, everybody can go to Krishna except a person who eats meat. You are killing that animal who is a child of God only. Of course, the soul cannot be killed, but the animal, the, the body is, is killed. You are interfering with its progressive advancement. That is the violence that we are committing if you are eating animals. So anyway, so indeed our activities are exactly like those of meat eaters. Because we associate with such people, we are inimical toward the cows and brahmanas. You see, even by associating, like suppose, I will give a practical example. This is what devotees and people f- face every day. And the colleague will invite them for lunch. I mean, just, I mean, just let's uh, go out for lunch. And the guy is eating on his table, maybe chicken rice or whatever it is. And you are eating your fruits. You might say, I'm not, I'm not participating in his thing. But just by staying there and allowing yourself to be around that dead bird or animal which is on his plate, you are half endorsing it. Huh? There is one Bengali proverb 
ghranam ardha bhojanam ghranam means to smell is ardha bhojanam if you are smelling it you are half eating it already hmm exactly so yeah so that's that's also absorbing the sin just by being around a hawker center ghranam ardhabhojanam half eating we are eating it half already by just smelling it because if if that smells appeals to us and if we are comfortable with that smell that means we are half comfortable with what the killing of the animal already we are like half accepting the fact that all right you know of course we can't go and you know do anything because the the law is doesn't support the vedic understanding at all so those who eat meat are not considered criminals but in those days they were so sometimes what to do huh? so at least we should not actively go and participate you know so when a oh, okay let's uh, hang out for lunch and you know you eat your chicken i eat my fruits or i eat my vegetarian prasadam no no you read separately tell the person sorry this is my principle they will respect it's not that oh maybe the person will be offended we are so much concerned about the other person being offended we are not concerned whether god is being offended or not whether krishna is being offended so where is our love where is our uh, uh, affection reposed we are affectionate to that colleague rather than krishna we are more concerned about the colleague than krishna we will say uh, you know in our mind this will all work krishna will understand krishna has to understand everything huh? i can do any nonsense krishna has to understand my problems so that's not the way we have we cannot associate with this meat eaters even if we are eating prasadam we cannot associate with them eating together no <clears throat> now in the purport purport mentions there are two kinds of meat eaters one who is born in a family of meat eaters and one who has learned to associate with meat eaters you see oh this is by sri rupa and sanatan goswami they present of course they were humble enough i mean they were way too humble they said that we have been serving you know meat eaters as government officers our king was a meat eater and therefore we are also meat eaters actually they were saraswat brahmins the highest class of brahmins um but they are setting an example saying that even if one is born in a very high class brahmin family if he is associating with meat eaters if who has learned to associate with meat eaters you see the word there who has learned to associate with meat eaters so he is classified as a meat eater this is how powerful association is and this is what drives us to our next body karanam guna sangosya so by sitting with that colleague and you know let him eat that meat and we eating our prasadam we are creating a situation for our next body hmm. so we have to know how these subtle things small they may seem small but they have huge ramifications massive and the kind of suffering that we have to undergo just because we have chosen 
um, such a seemingly harmless act is immense. Uh, so we have to understand these things. How the law of karma works. How stringent it is. There's no excuse that oh I'm ignorant. I do not know. I don't. I, sometimes they say I don't. I don't want to know all these things. This is too much. You know. Otherwise I can't live in this world. If this is so much bothering these words, then when we actually go to hell, how much more suffering is that? I rather suffer these words and correct myself rather than I mean suffering in the hell physically. I mean, if you don't believe the hellish sufferings, then go and study that 5th canto, 26th chapter of Bhagavatam. The kinds of descriptions are in the Garuda Puran. You see the descriptions of... And now don't just read it. Try to imagine what it looks like. Pictureize. Do I really want to undergo all that? I mean, you don't have to even go somewhere. You just see the animals, how they are being cooked, sometimes alive, the way they are cut. Exact thing is going to happen to us. Exact thing. Not once. How many other times we have eaten? That many times. Karanam Gunasangosya. It's very, very powerful. It doesn't matter where you are born. It doesn't matter whether you are a Brahmin family or what. All that is completely immaterial. Where we associate. Where we are, where we are comfortable in the association. That is what determines. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. This is from the Bhagavatam, 10th canto, 1st chapter, verse 4. This is also a very famous verse, quoted by Srila Prabhupada always. Nivrittatarshai upageyamanat bhavau shadachrotra manobhiramat kauttama shloka gunanuvadat puman virajeta vinapashugnat pashugnat Killer of animal, killer of the soul. Glorification of the Supreme Personality of Godhead is performed in the Parampara system, that is, it is conveyed from spiritual master to disciple. Such glorification is relished by those no longer interested in the false temporary glorification of this cosmic manifestation. Descriptions of the Lord are the right medicine for the conditioned soul undergoing repeated birth and death. Therefore, who will cease hearing such glorification of the Lord except a butcher or one who is killing his own self? Pashugna. Pashugnat means one who is a killer of animals. Pashu means animal. Gna means to kill. And it is also, so butcher, butcher doesn't mean, oh, the butcher, okay, okay, I'm only eating, I'm not killing. Prabhu, I'm not, I'm only buying from supermarket. So, so how you can say I'm going to suffer? Where is it stated? I thought it was 36. No. I have to remember. So there is... Um, is actually quoted from uh, Manusmriti or somewhere. But Prabhupada gave the translation only in one of the purports. That... I mean, those watching online, if somebody knows the exact verse number, maybe they can put in the comments. And um, 
So where Prabhupada says that those who kill the animal, those who transport the animal, those who buy, those who sell, those who cook, those who serve, everybody is involved in the killing of that animal. Some people say, Prabhu, that animal is already killed, so I am just eating it. How am I responsible for the killing of the animal? The animal already died before I even thought about the animal. When since it died, the meat I am eating. All kinds of, they try to circumvent. So because we wanted to, because there is customer demand, so there is supply. Why the business is going on? Why the market have it on the shelves? Because there is customer demand. So it is for our, whoever is the future wanting to eat, they kill for them. And once we accept that, uh, then we get implicated in the killing of that animal. Uh, so stringent. These laws are very stringent. This is just we are talking about meat eating, about illicit sex, gambling, intoxication. Same thing. So we have to stay away from these people. Hmm. I mean, what to do? At least we don't go and sit down there. I mean, practically, we just have to not sit down there. You walk through, that's what to do. It's not good. That's why when Prabhupada was uh, staying in America, in the Bowery, (laughs) where all the drug addicts and derelicts used to stay, in the way, in the early days, 1966, around the time, so they were, he was staying in the room and people used to get drunk, people used to just lie naked there and you know, dirty, smelly and they used to bring meat and keep in the fridge in the same room as Prabhupada was staying. Yes, and when Prabhupada saw, once he opened the fridge and he saw meat there, he started crying. So he was praying to Krishna, Krishna I have taken sannyas to glorify your lordship and now I am having to stay in a room where meat is being kept. Please save me from this, uh, you know, abominable condition. Where am I? What am I doing here? He was peacefully in Vrindavan. Nicely he could have left, you know, spent his rest of his life there. But he took so much trouble and had to stay in a place where with all the mad people, completely mad, and meat in the house, liquor, drugs, and some people used to get high on those drugs and try to attack Prabhupada. Once, twice he got this, got into this situation, and he was all alone. Uh, so, you see, and this is now this verse. This is also famous verse, Shrimad Bhagavatam 5.5.2. This is about association with people who are too much intoxicated or it's not
I think it will come after a while. So, too much involved in illicit sex life. Associating with such people also brings about hellish life. You see here, Mahat Sevanam Dwaram Ahur Vimuktes Tamodwaram Yoshitam Sanghi Sangam. Yoshitam Sanghi Sangam. Mahantaste Samachitta Prashanta Vimanyavasu Hrita Sadhavoye. One can attain the path of liberation from material bondage only by rendering service to highly advanced spiritual personalities. These personalities are impersonalists and devotees. Whether one wants to merge into the Lord's existence or wants to associate with the personality of Godhead, one should render service to the Mahatmas. For one who are not interested in such activities, who associate with people fond of women and sex, the path to hell is wide open. The Mahatmas are equipoised. They do not see any difference between one living entity and another. They are very peaceful and are fully engaged in devotional service. They are devoid of anger and they work for the benefit of everyone. They do not behave in any abominable way. Such, are, such people are known as Mahatmas. See? So those who are fond of Yoshit. Yoshita means women. And Sangi means one who is a, a plaything in the hand of a woman. They say, what is that? Uh, handpecked. Uh, handpecked husband. Um, even it is said that even the devatas, the demigods also won't accept any offering by such a person <laughs> who is a plaything in the hand of a woman. Yeah. So, and especially Yoshitam Sangi Sangam means Yoshitam means in the plural sense. Especially when one is hanging out with so many women, uh, that kind of person associating associating with women unrestrictedly is already bad. But associating with a person who associates with women unrestrictedly is equally bad. So even if one does not associate with women, but if he associates with a person who associates with women, bad. Tamodwaram, hellish life, is open for him. Therefore, in the human life there is restriction. Marriage, only one woman, one man. Of course, in Vedic times, polygamy was allowed because by nature, women are more in number than men and men need not get married. A woman must get married. So, sometimes one man has to accept more than one wife. Therefore, we have Dasharath who has three wives, Vasudeva who has 16 wives. So, like there are so many examples in history. Um, but of course now even in law it is not allowed anyway you cannot manage also <laughs> even one woman is already <laughs> mm. nobody is trained yeah? nobody is trained one woman also already being divorced and now with the divorce this divorce law has completely ruined human life nobody takes it seriously anymore marriage Nobody takes it seriously. So, what is happening? Illicit sex. Uh, <clears throat> just hop, hop from one to another. So, this is becoming a thing now. The rate, the alarming rate at which marriages are failing is enormous. Unbelievable. Because the, uh, the man is not trained in character. The woman also is not training character. Both are 
both are already you know slipping around from the the beginning of their teens somebody shared with me one video this man he was going around this was in america he was going around with the mic and interviewing people on camera girls boys women men i think in the early somewhere in the 20s and he was asking them uh when did you lose your virginity like just like that he was asking and they were not even ashamed to admit they were honest but <laughs> they were very starkly honest they were not even ashamed at what they did and they said the the latest was 22 one woman most of them were 13 14 15 17 19 19 lost virginity and they were and even he asked the question do you regret uh, some people said yeah maybe i should have done little later and some people no no regrets just an experience it's like nothing to them what we consider as four pillars of sinful life just strike off the sinful for four pillars of life for them so these kinds of people if we associate with have no good qualities no good qualities and that's why they cannot remain steady they're not even humble you have to have humility to have good character that's why the man he is trained to be spiritually disciplined under the guidance of guru whether he be a prince or whether he be a pauper he is to be serving as a menial servant of the guru menial servant if the guru says wash the toilet he has to wash the toilet you go out and beg arms on the under the sun he has to go out and do it there's no question of no 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 this is you know child labor no such thing discipline means discipline disciple means what discipline shishya means shasan shasan means correcting disciplining so unless there is discipline unless there is humility with our character cannot that's the foundation of character humility chaitanya mahaprabhu also said um what is it trinadapi sunichena tarorapi sahishna trinadapi sunichena humbler than the blade of grass uh, we have to be humble then our character will develop then we will develop all the good qualities when we become devotee then it develop all good qualities so the boy is trained from young how to become a devotee and how to be a menial servant of the guru and the girl she is trained how to be chaste to the husband then things will work now this artificial equality between man and woman is ruining the society man and women are not equal as souls everybody is equal even the brahmana gavihastini sunicheva swapagacha pandita samadarshana a pandit a learned man he is equally an ant and brahma same because both are souls but then why different man and woman because of the body we have acquired because of the uh, psycho physiological um, uh, body that we have we have two bodies gross body and subtle body so how our mind how our body is begotten just like a dog a brahmana and a dog are same as souls they are same why one is chanting mantras and one is barking 
Why? Why there is difference? If they are both same, they should be able to do the same things, right? If you say equality, the Brahmana and the dog must be chanting mantras or both must be barking. <laughs> why? Why one is barking, one is chanting mantras? Because of the body he has acquired. Karanam Gunasangosya. Because he associated with such with such qualities. And therefore he associated he got a body like that. Similarly, even within the species, the genders also have different karma background, karmic background, which because of which they have taken this body. Hmm. And um, it is said that a woman's body is inferior to a man's body. Now, women will never like this in the Western mindset. They will never like this. They think, oh, we are male chauvinists. They put the, all these titles. But it is it is what it is. Krishna has said, it is not, we are saying because we are men or no. If <laughs> if we think we are men, that is also as bad. One, one woman a devotee, she asked Prabhupada, um, can a woman not make any spiritual advancement? Then Prabhupada said, as long as you think you are a woman, where is the question of any advancement? Simple. Clear-cut answer. The, 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 so long as we think we are a woman or a man or an animal, that is our, we have no intelligence. But if one becomes a devotee, doesn't matter whether one is man or woman, he is intelligent. He or she is intelligent. That does not mean that I now pose around, oh, now I am the most intelligent, you are fool. You know? No, 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 no. That, that means I am a fool. <laughs> vidya, Vinaya Sampanne. If we have real Vidya, we will have Vinamrata. Vinaya. Just like the heavy fruit, when a tree has, you know, like branches like this and heavy fruit, the tree will bend down as if in humility. So, a person who is heavy with knowledge, he will not actually become proud. If he has real knowledge, he will actually become humble. What to speak of women, men? Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami, who is the author of Chaitanya Charitamrita. He is saying, he is one of the greatest scholars. And he is saying that Purisher Kita Hoy Muhiselaghisht. Jagai madhai hoy muise papisht. The worm that is eating the stool, the feces, that worm is better than me. I am such a low, low grade person that that worm who is eating that stool and enjoying it, he is better than me. This is called humility. Hmm. With spiritual strength, one can be actually humble, like that. But if an ordinary materialist thinks like that, it is some kind of, they think it is kind of depression. You know, he is in a depressed position. He is thinking he is lower than everybody. He has no self-esteem. No, no, no. A devotee does not come from that place. He has full, although he is completely humble, he has complete confidence in Krishna. So, his pride, his confidence comes from the fact that he is a servant of Krishna and with the hope of Krishna's protection, he gets that strength. Not on his own personal capacity. Never. Because he understands whatever personal capacity we have is given by Krishna. This is where we think, 
And this is the proper understanding of I am not the doer. But at the same time, my intention counts. Man proposes, God disposes. So if I think in a certain way, then Krishna will give facility for that to happen. Provided I deserve as well, not just desire. I can desire the sky. But if I deserve the basement, I am only going to be in the basement. So, it is not only desire, both desire and deserve. First deserve before you desire, as they say. But Krishna's devotee, his desire is only one. Krishna, I want to just serve you. I am not the doer, you are the doer. I am. I just want to be instrument in your plan. Nimitta matram bhavasavya sachin. Just be an instrument. So this is proper understanding. It's, it does not come from a place of pride or something. When Krishna says that, uh, what is that? Uh, everybody can come to me. What is that? Mamsayo vyabhicharena bhakti yogena sevate sagunan samati tyaitan brahma bhuyaya kalpate. See, in the 9.32, 9th chapter 32nd verse of Bhagavad Gita, O son of Pritha, those who take shelter in me, though they be of lower birth, women, Vaishyas and Shudras can attain the supreme destination. Fact is that they are lower birth women. But that does not disqualify them from going to Krishna. Lower birth, higher birth, the intelligence, the level of intelligence, the spiritual quotient, these all matters. But when one becomes devotee, she is better a woman if she is a devotee. She is better than the man who is not a devotee. Right? And even if within devotee, if one is not so serious devotee, even if he is a man or woman, he is just not there. If one is serious in devotional service, then he is advanced or she or she is advanced. But the whole point is not to think I am advanced. The moment I think I am advanced, that, that's it, that is a disqualification. Hmm. And the, 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 the fact is that women generally are interested in material enjoyment. Therefore, it is considered lower birth. But anybody, if a man is interested in material enjoyment, he is also Naradhama. He is called, he's not, not called Narottam, Naradhama. Krishna has classified such people as Naradhama, lowest of mankind. So, it all depends on how much we are spiritually advanced. But the bodies themselves, like Gajendra, he was an elephant. But because he uh, remembered those prayers from his previous life, he chanted and he went back to Godhead. So anybody is, anybody can go back to Godhead. Um, but our body, there is gradations of bodies. Just as in species there are gradations of bodies, even among the species the genders are also differently graded. That's why there is difference. If everything is the same, then everybody should be the same. No, but they are not same. Hmm. but western thought process they want to artificially equalize women men hmm. Prabhupada always asks this question women reporters always come to Prabhupada and challenge him like this because they know he speaks like this then how can you not say women and men are not I mean equal you see if you are equal then why doesn't the man get pregnant why only the woman is getting pregnant and if the relationship breaks during pregnancy, who is going to suffer? 
The woman will suffer. The man will just walk away. It's not equal. The implications of an act are more weighing on the woman. Of course, it does not mean that the man will run away scot-free. He will, the karma will chase him down. But the thing is, the suffering is there more for the woman. So anyway, this whole idea of lower and higher is not to discriminate. This is what they think we do. No. It is to understand things as they are and address it. That's why Arjuna was so much concerned in the first chapter of Bhagavad Gita that the women have to be protected. If all the men in this battlefield are killed and all the women that are depending on these men in different capacities, sometimes as mother or sister or wife or daughter, they all will be left loose without any control or without any protection from the husbands or the men. And they may become loose and there will be unwanted children. Prabhupada said, just as children are prone to danger, women are prone to degradation. They can be easily captivated by a man and be manipulated. So, the women are left alone. This is what will happen to them. Their life will be unfulfilled. So, to he, Arjuna was putting this as a bigger, one of the big arguments in the first chapter of Bhagavad Gita. So, the whole idea is to give protection. Just like we know, the, children, the child is not as powerful as the man. Now, it's not that I'm discriminating, oh, the child less powerful, no, no not as intelligent as the grown-up. No, it is for his protection. To understand that he is not as intelligent means to know that he needs extra care. He may just walk out. The child may just walk out on the street and then he can hit by the car. Can get hit by a car. So, the idea is to protect him. A man will not do that. A grown-up will not do that. Because he understands what is traffic, what is what. A child does not know anything. So, to understand things as they are, then you can be better equipped to protect or better equipped to handle the situation. So, to understand that women are, uh, they need protection, uh, then then our society can be structured properly. It is not to demean them, but it was used for that purpose, which is why this, that sati ritual was abolished. And even Varnashram system, like Brahmanas, they used to discriminate against the Shudras. And that's how the Varnashram system was abolished from the um, society in India. Because it was abused, the system, it was actually a a good system for the benefit of uh, people, but it was misused and abused and the consequences became opposite. It was used for discrimination rather than the Brahmanas, if they see the Shudras, it is not that, oh, your Shudra, why why did your shadow touch my body? I have to take shower now. This is how they used to talk before. But Brahmanas means he should he should know that Shunichaiva Swapakecha Pandita Samadarshana. Even if he's a dog eater, he should be uh, seen the same. There's no he sees everybody equal and he has to help them. Oh, he is eating dog or he meat eater or whatever, because he doesn't know what is the truth. Okay, let me try to preach to him. Let me try to um, what is that? Enlighten him about the signs of Krishna consciousness. So this is the reason why. One has to identify. A preacher means he has to identify. Okay, this is an innocent person. This is an envious person. Just leave him alone. But he is a, here is an innocent person. Okay, I can help him. Maybe I can give him some prasadam and preach to him and sell him some books, ask him to chant. Maybe he will become a devotee. And there are devotees. With devotees, he maintains friendly relations. With Krishna, he likes to uh, develop his love for him. He has very high regard and respect and 
submission towards the spiritual master. Uh, so in this way there is different kinds of dealings. So in order to deal appropriately, you have to know their positions. If a, if a prime minister goes and shakes hand with a, you know, a child in a big delegation meeting, and he just goes and you know shake hand with the child who is not even he doesn't know why he's there. So that is not appropriate. Uh, it's not appropriate because the meeting has a particular purpose. Uh, he has to you know meet with other equal counterparts of his. So he he has to behave with the child differently at a different place at a different circumstance different time different way. So there is different kinds of dealings with different people and to do that we have to be informed of what is what as Krishna has revealed not to discriminate so anyway coming back to the point that we our association is what binds us to our qualities that's what that's how we develop our qualities and the the way we associate with meat eaters or drunkards or women hunters then the um, result is accordingly Therefore, actually there are more verses about associating with those who are um, playthings in the hand of women. But uh, you, you kind of understand what it is. So therefore, there is a, a nectar of instruction. Rupa Goswami says, how we should advance now? You know? Atyahara, Prayashascha, Prajalpo, Niyamagraha, Janasangascha, Laulyamcha, Shadbir Bhaktir, Vinashyati. One's devotional service is spoiled when he becomes too entangled in the following six activities. One, eating more than necessary or collecting more funds than required. Two, over endeavoring for mundane things that are very difficult to obtain because even though you obtain, you will lose it anyway. Why are you even trying for it? 3. Talking unnecessary, unnecessarily about mundane subject matters Gramya Katha, Gossip 4. Practicing the scriptural rules and regulations only for the sake of following them and not for the sake of spiritual advancement or rejecting the rules and oh, that is one thing and then rejecting the rules and regulations of scriptures and working independently or whimsically If one says, ah, I don't care for this all Vedas and all this nonsense That's also Niyamagraha and Niyamagraha Niyama Agraha Niyama Agraha Niyama Agraha If you join together Both will become Niyama Agraha Too much following of the rules Until you forget the aim Or Just for the sake of following the rules Like in Brahmin's families Everybody will get the Janyu The Sacred thread Ceremony will be there In the Brahmin's families They just do it because It's a custom You know We have to do But then Not for the sake of spiritual advancement I myself was part of that. But there was no Gurukul, no, no such setup. So, you know, this is this is going on. Um, just for the sake of following them, without any sake of, what, for the sake of spiritual advancement, no. Or rejecting the rules and acting whimsically. Five, associating with worldly minded persons who are not interested in Krishna consciousness. And six, being greedy for mundane achievements. 
This is the point. Associating with worldly minded persons who are not in Krishna consciousness is detrimental for our progress. And what is beneficial for our progress? That is also stated in the next verse. Utsahan nishchayat dhairyat tattat karma pravartanat sangatyagat sato vritte shadbir bhakti prasidhyati. There are six principles favorable to the execution of pure devotional service. One, being enthusiastic. Two, endeavoring with confidence. Three, being patient. Four, acting according to the regulative principles such as Shravanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu, Smaranam, hearing, chanting and remembering Krishna. Five, abandoning the association of non-devotees. And six, following in the footsteps of the previous Acharyas. These six principles undoubtedly assure the complete success of pure devotional service. So you see, both the words, the abandoning of association of non-devotees is said. So although the modes of material nature are doing and we are not the karta but we have brought such a situation where the modes of material nature act in that particular way there was a, a story Prabhupada mentioned the story that a, a man killed someone and when he was brought in front of the king and he was asked this question why did you kill him no my, my hand killed him that is your hand but you know each part of our body is controlled by a particular devata the the chakshu is uh, um, by surya you know like this a hand is controlled by indra so you can you have to actually prosecute indra because he has made this hand then he said all right then i'll tie up the hand can you eat because he is using the same hand to work and eat. And then he wants to use it for his purpose. So when that same hand went and killed, then it is, oh that is Indra's. So we cannot put the blame on the, or just because our different parts are controlled by different devatas, or if something goes wrong, I will blame the devata. As they say, act of God. Act of God. Like some earthquake, some tsunami, act of God. No, it is, it is not act of God. It is act of the demigods. But why? Because of our acts. We have done rubbish nonsense. So there is some tsunami coming. People are eating billions of animals every day. Every year they are killing billions. Bill, I don't know, even trillions. I don't know. The amount of animals that have been killed every day is almost millions of billions. The number is, some number is there. Huh? Yeah, some Wuhan... Wuhan flu or something is coming. All this because of animal eating. And how many billions of animals are killed? You think nothing will happen to us? It will be nicely... You know when the forests are going on in Australia, I mean forest fires, some animals are dying. Oh, everybody, oh, you know, such a great loss. How many animals are being killed? What are you doing? You are eating meat on the breakfast and lunch and dinner menu. Why are you talking about some animals being killed in the forest? This is where they lack, absolutely lack common sense. Because they have no knowledge. They condemn one death and they enjoy another one. Where is the logic? How is the pig different from the dog or cat? Why the pig is food and... Or why the cow is different from the dog and cat? Cow can be eaten and dog if you kill... People are jailed in Singapore. If you do something to a cat, you are jailed. People were caught 
I read the news article. Some guy, he threw the cat from the, you know, some high floor in the in HDB. He threw the cat out of the window and then cat died. And he was uh, put in jail for about few months and a fine also. And every day he is eating, everybody is eating meat. Nobody is prosecuted. Where is, where is the logic? So, this is the abandoning the association of non-devotees. So, our association is what counts. The whole thing is association. Um, therefore, there is a nice verse actually by King Kulashekar about association. How he wants to reject all association of non-devotees. This is a very long verse actually. <laughs> It's the longest verse I've seen. This and two other verses. This is the 24th verse of the Mukundamala Stotra. Madraksham kshena punyan kshanam apibhavato bhaktihe nanpadabje mashrausham shravyabandham tavacharitam apasyanyadakhyana jatam Masmarsham Madhavatvam Apibhuvanapate Chetasapahnuvanan Mabhuvam Tatsapariya Vyatikararahito Janmajan Mantarepi O Madhava, please do not let me even glance at those whose pious credits are so depleted that they have no devotion for your lotus feet. See how he is praying. Please do not let me be distracted from listening to the worthy narrations of your pastimes and become interested in other topics. Please, O Lord of the Universe, let me pay no attention to those who avoid thinking of you and let me never be unable to serve you in some menial way, birth after birth. How beautiful verse, you know, how he is praying. So he wants to reject. And whose association he wants to take? Next verse. Majjan manah phalam idam madhukait bhare Matprarthaneya madhanugraha esha eva Tvadbhritya bhritya paricharaka bhritya 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 sya bhritya itimam smaralokanatha O enemy of Madhu and Kaitaba Madhu and Kaitaba were demons who were killed by the Lord O enemy of Madhu and Kaitaba O Lord of the Universe the perfection of my life and the most cherished mercy you could show me would be for you to consider me the servant of 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 your servant. This is whose association he wants to take. Narutam Nas Thakur also has sung. Um, what is that? Echai Gosai Jar Muitar Das Tarsabara Padarenu Morapancha Gras Echai Gosai The six Goswamis Echai Gosai Yar Muitar Das I am the servant of those persons of him who is the servant of the six Goswamis This is the servant of the servant and who are the six Goswamis? They are the servant of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who is Krishna himself So servant of the servant of the servant He wants to become like that they are dust of their feet. 
Father and means the dust of their feet. Mora pancha grass. Uh, my five kinds of foodstuffs. Uh, let that dust of their lotus feet be the five kinds of foodstuffs for me. This is how he is praying. Uh, we have to always associate with devotees, that's why. And then our, our life will be in the proper direction. So, before we close, I just want to show few verses that Prabhu has actually spoken on one lecture about false ego. I'll just take some of those uh, verses just in quick succession. About false ego. Vilajjamanayayasya sthanum ikshapathe muya vimohita vikathante mamahammiti durdhya See, 2.5.13 Bhagavatam. The illusory energy of the Lord cannot take precedence being ashamed of her position. But those who are bewildered by her always talk nonsense, being absorbed in thoughts of it is I and it is mine. His kartaham. Mamaham. Mamaham means it is mine, it is I. Durdhyaha. have no good intelligence. So the illusory energy of the Lord cannot take precedence. It is not more powerful than the Lord. Um, she's always behind being ashamed of her position because she's always her job is to make people non-devotees <laughs> or rather keep them in illusion as long as they're not serious about Krishna um, but those who are bewildered by the, the Maya the illusory energy of the Lord always talk nonsense being absorbed in thoughts of it is I and it is mine hmm. That's why, the, actually, if you see, if you practically see, it is a comedy. You know, when people are so seriously, you know, saying that I'm patriotic, I'm this and that. I mean, next life, he may be born in the opposite country because he has been so much thinking of the opposite country. Oh, I have to kill them. And the next life, he will just take birth in the other one because he has been meditating on that. And people, when they say, oh, uh, even uh, like so-called love stories in this world. Oh, I love you, this, that. Then, oh, we are soulmates. What so do you do? They know even what is soul. Our only soulmate is Krishna, our Prananath. Soul means it is not the body mate. This relationship is finished with the body. Where is the soul? This soul goes this way. This goes. This soul goes this way. After death, finish. <laughs> what soulmate is it? There is no such thing as a soulmate in this world. A soulmate, as Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, what is that? Mm, the last verse of Sikshashtaka. Aslishiva padaratam pinashtumam adarshanan marmahatam karotuva yathatathava vidadhatu lampato matprananathas tusa evana paraha. That is soulmate. Soul. The souls. Actually, the, the super soul is already in the same heart sitting with us. He is actually our soulmate. Even though how many bodies we have changed, he is sitting with us, waiting. When are you going to turn to me? When? He is just witnessing all the nonsense we are doing. We are looking at everywhere except him, who is right beside us, seeing what we are doing. And he is giving, giving us some chances. Whenever we are a little bit serious, he will give us, okay, this pure devotee will come in contact with him. And that's how there is opportunity. So, in this way, he is actually our soulmate. Soul is eternal and the soulmate must be eternal. 
but this this uh, so when when they don't know these things they talk nonsense vikathante the word is used vikathante means nonsense they talk nonsense no meaning at all but they are so serious about everything oh you, this is how you have to be successful big big motivational speakers come and talk or oh, this is how you have to be successful this is how you have to earn money this is how you and do what with that money what are you going to do or oh, you have to leave a legacy not legacy you have left hmm. just encourage other people into sense gratification and that the, that is the legacy that's why when the talk was there between uh, chaitanya mahaprabhu and ramananda rai ramananda rai um, chaitanya mahaprabhu asked ramananda rai the question what is real fame hmm. uh, ramananda rai replied the fame of the devotee is real fame because his fame like prabhupad he is famous for you know spreading the hari krishna movement and bringing so many people back to the original uh, meaning of life that is worthwhile that is worthwhile but if somebody becomes famous for killing say hitler what kind of fame is that or somebody is famous because uh, uh, he is an actor so what so what fame is that what has he what benefit has he brought fame means he is a leader people look up to him fan club whatever you may say people look up to him for some reason and what are they gaining from that person what is the benefit they may have huge fan club or oh, millions of likes on facebook and instagram but where is the where is the benefit uh, some some women oh they dress scantily and they become famous for that actresses and models and this they are <laughs> whoever are liking their posts all will go to hell she herself will go to hell they also will go to hell all the so called leaders i mean who are not who cannot lead properly leader means you have to give them moksha to your followers everybody is saying oh follow me on this follow me on that social media everybody follow everybody and then follow to the you know This is the this is the result. Leaders who have fallen into ignorance and who mislead people by directing them to the path of destruction, as described in the previous verse, are in effect boarding a stone boat, and so too are those who blindly follow them. a stone boat would be unable to float and would sink in the water with its passengers similarly those who mislead people go to hell and their followers go with them they're not going anywhere else they're going with them to hell so the other verses i'll just uh, yeah yeah 113229 we'll go to this verse 11 13 29 so i am just taking this off the notes that snugopal prabhu gave that class i am just taking this i honestly don't remember these verses but <laughs> just taking from that class so that those who are watching they can learn something ahankara kritam bandham atmanorthha viparyayam vidwan nirviddhi samsara chintam turiye sthitasya jayet the false ego again ahankara of the living entity places places him in bondage which awards him exactly the opposite of what he really desires we want happiness we get suffering 
we what we want gives us the opposite therefore an intelligent person should give up his constant anxiety to enjoy material life and remain situated in the lord who is beyond the functions of material consciousness hmm. the other one is uh, शोक हर्ष भय क्रोध लोभ मोह स्पृहादय अहंकार से दृश्यंते जन्म मृत्युनात्मनाजुलाइको Hmm. in our birth and death is all because of the false ego that's why a person who is really coming out who has come out of his um shell of illusion for him there is no such thing that he doesn't even notice what is death देहम जनश्वरम अवस्थितमुत्थितम वा सिद्धो न पश्यति यतोध्यगमत्स्वरूपम दैवादपेतमथ दैववशादुपेतम वासो यथा परिकृतम मदिरामदांधा 111336 जस्ट एज अ ड्रंकन मैन डज नॉट नोटिस इफ ही इज वेयरिंग हिज कोट और शर्ट सिमिलरली वन हु इज परफेक्ट इन सेल्फ रियलाइजेशन एंड वाज दस अचीव्ड हिज इटर्नल आइडेंटिटी डज नॉट नोटिस वेदर द टेंपरेरी बॉडी इज सिटिंग और स्टैंडिंग Indeed, if by God's will the body is finished, or if by God's will he obtains a new body, a self-realized soul does not notice, just as a drunken man does not notice the situation of his outward dress. That much he is out of this bodily concept. He does not even notice whether the body has died or not. <laughs> For us, death is like such a big thing. For a devotee, he did not even notice. Oh, the body is died. Okay. <laughs> Because he is so steady in his intelligence, in his understanding not only understanding his realization his situation as a soul sthita pragna this is called sthita pragna intelligence is unwavered like the lamp in a windless on a windless night the lamp if there is no wind it will just stand steady without a single movement like that a person's intelligence uh, who has, which has transcended the three modes of material nature is unwavering in any circumstance So, any questions or comments on this verse? I can expect some uh, uh, okay. Wow, so many questions. What about the milk which is from the market? Okay, this is a good point. Question. Okay, first, uh, before the question, I'll just mention this reference of one seven thirty seven purport, which uh, Brajikishore has mentioned. One seven thirty seven. Sopranan ya paraprane prapushnatya grana khala. श्रेयो यदोषाद्यात्यधा पुमान। 
otherwise he will go down by his own actions okay you see according to manu the great author of civic codes and religious principles even the killer of an animal is to be considered a murderer because animal food is never meant for the civilized man whose prime duty is to prepare himself for going back to godhead he says that in the act of killing an animal there is a regular conspiracy by the party of sinners and that all of them are liable to be punished as murderers exactly like a party of conspirators who kill a human being combinedly <coughs> he who gives permission <coughs> it's in italics means it's more i mean it's emphasized he who gives permission he who kills the animal he who sells the slaughtered animal he who cooks the animal he who administers distribution of the food stuff and at last he who eats such cooked animal food are all murderers and all of them are liable to be punished by the laws of nature this is by manusmriti by manu in manusmriti no one can create a living being despite all advancement of material science and therefore no one has a right to kill a living being by one's independent whims Now uh, this is why. So this is the reference one dot seven dot thirty seven. So remember this. So next, there is a nice question here. So devotee is asking. I'll just put the question on the screen as well. So by Bhakta Zombor in from Hungary. So he's asking this question. And what about? the milk which is from the market i heard it is almost the same as meat because those animals also go to the slaughterhouse and we have to go and be vegan and take only ahimsa milk is it right idea or not so this is a interesting question actually we have made a video on this shastra chakshu video so now meat can't be offered to krishna you know it it's a it's a thing which is condemned which cannot be offered to krishna but milk can be offered to krishna so if the cow is going to the slaughterhouse but if we take the milk of course if we drink the milk without offering to krishna it's there is sin involved but when the milk is taken and offered to krishna that cow which has given the milk that cow will also get benefited why the cow is being slaughtered because that cow was a man in the previous life who ate a cow you know and now the cow is and now he has taken the form of a cow to be killed in the same way that he had killed the cow so the soul in that cow's body is suffering the sinful reactions but if the milk is somehow or other offered to krishna the cow the soul will get purified and next life he'll have a better situation we cannot stop the of course it is best to have our own cows not denying that fact but like we are in singapore we can't even have a cow we are trying to have now we have one one cow and a calf now in the farm in malagiri dham across the border but to get milk from there every day is not practical either uh, but so milk is too important not to be taken and because it can be offered to the lord the cow also can ben- can benefit we also benefit from the drinking prasadam mm. so this going vegan vegan is not a vedic idea 
This is a wrong understanding. Their, their viewpoint is that, oh, we are the only species who, eat, who drink some other species' milk. Whereas every species is drinking its own species' milk. This is their argument. But cow milk, cow actually produces more milk than is required for the calf. Nowadays, they separate the calf and cow. But even in those days, if you see the description in the Bhagavatam, even practically you can see. If the cow is so happy, from the udder, the milk will just be dripping. I have even seen videos of that. And the Bhagavatam descriptions are also there. That, you know, it's uh, the, the milk is even dripping from the udder of the cow. That is so auspicious. And the whole pasture grounds are moistened by milk. That much milk it can produce if it is shown love and affection. But because they terrorize the animal and inject all kinds of things, so therefore there is, because it's a sinful soul, you know, put in that body of a cow. Prabhupada said, except for being killed, they're not really cows. That means if you kill the animal, you'll get the sin of killing a cow. But actually, they were not meant to be cows. Because a cow is actually a pious animal. Among the animals, it is a pious animal. But, if a cow is in that kind of position, you know, in a, being slaughtered, that means the soul is actually a, a cow killer who has now taken the form of a cow and being killed. Mm. So this is how karma is very very complicated. So, but if we, that milk is offered to Krishna, then the cow gets benefit and we also get benefit. Mm. So this uh, ahimsa milk, of course, it is best to have our own cows, yeah, and take care of the cows nicely. But if in the event that is not possible, then milk is too important not to be taken. It, it develops um, the finer tissues in the brain to understand spiritual knowledge. Hmm. Uh, it is important. Cow's milk is important. And with the dairy products, we can not only milk, I mean, we can make so many dairy products and offer to Krishna, like paneer, like so many kind of sweets we can offer to Krishna because of the cow's milk and ghee. Uh, so therefore, this vegan is veganism is wrong, and also this um, oh that milk cannot be offered to Krishna. That is also not correct. It's also not correct. We are beyond this vegan. These are all some moral kind of principles. We are way above that. Uh, when offered to Krishna, then it's a different dimension altogether. Uh, that, so that is the answer to that. And uh, some other question was there. Um, so another question. Please enlighten about Prahlad Maharaj association eating, staying together with his family who were all Asuras including his own father and yet remain unaffected by their association. So what about him now? So there are two things. Giving association and taking association. So when I take association, like for example, if I associate, if I go to a meat eater and if he offers me something and I eat it, so that is taking association. Or if he says something, because materialists have their own viewpoints of life and if they say that and we say, yeah, yeah, correct, correct, we are taking their association. We are accepting their ideologies, their food, their thing, that is taking association. But if we go to a non-devotee or a meat eater and give him prasadam or ask him to chant Hare Krishna, distribute a book to him, that is called giving association. So a devotee, a preacher, he goes and gives association. 
If he is taking association, he is not a preacher. He is being preached to by Maya. So, preacher means he is giving association. So, association two, two ways. Which way it is going? Uh, so, like Nityananda Prabhu, he used to go to the liquor shop. <laughs> and he used to ask them to chant Hare Krishna. Why do you get intoxicated with liquor? You get intoxicated with the holy name. I will give you a better intoxicant. He used to say like this and ask him to chant. So, he is not a drunkard or he is not associating with drunkards. He is elevating them. Prabhupada went to the nude, nude beach or the naked beach and he preached there. You know, Tamal Krishna Goswami, he is from there. He used to participate in those kind of activities and he made him a devotee. And Prabhupada was not involved but he and he went to, I mean, the western world. What is western world? Full of Tamogun and Rajogun only. But he made them. So he did not take their association, he gave them association. Like one university in America, I think Massachusetts Institute of Technology, MIT, Prabhupada was giving lecture and after the lecture one Indian student. You know, Indian students are too smart. They are way too smart, you know. So he said, Swamiji, what is the use of all this religion? You know, now is the age of technology. You know, you have to learn how to become a technologist. These are all things, you know, what is the use? And Prabhupada said, yeah, you are thinking that is important and you have come to this country begging for their knowledge. I have come into this country not to beg their from their beg them for their knowledge. I am giving them. I am in the I am in the status of giving and you are in the process of taking from them. And therefore my position is superior than yours. Then the boy understood. Oh. Yeah. So whether you have technology or not, what are you going to do with the technology? Like I always say, the what is that? The lion, the leopard, chases after the whatever animal, deer or something, and grabs the food. Here we are app, ordering with the app, grab food. That is a change. That is a big technology we have used. App, grab food. Whereas the cheetah is doing grabbing its food with his claws, with his uh, with his teeth, we are grabbing our food with app. We have become a successful, sophisticated animal. That is technology. But to get us to the human platform, that requires intelligence. That intelligence we can only get from Krishna. So therefore, this knowledge is essential, more essential than anything else. Hmm. So there is giving and taking association. So Prahlad Maharaj, if you see, he was always preaching to his school friends. He was going to the school. The Shanda Namarsha, the teachers, they were telling him always, you know, you must chant Om Hiranyaya Namaha. Then he is chanting Om Naranaya Namaha. And then, even when the, what is that? His father asked him the question. What is the best thing that you have learned in school? Then he said, my dear, best of the demons, the best thing I have learned is that we have to all surrender to Krishna and give up this materialistic way of life. And everybody should become a devotee of Krishna. Then father was infuriated. So what does that mean? He did not take the association of them, but he gave his association. Uh, he took his association from Narad Muni when he was in the womb of the mother. And after that, when he came out, he gave. He simply gave the association. Uh, so, this is difference. So, um, just to add one more point to that. A devotee, how can he be powerful enough to give association? It's like the iron rod. If it is in the fire, if it is kept in the fire for long enough, it will become red hot. 
and at that time it will not act like iron it will act like fire it has associated with fire for so long that it has acquired the quality of fire now although it is iron so wherever it touches it will burn like fire now if you keep on touching and touching and after some time it will cool down and become iron again so what <laughs> so what needs to be done that means constantly it has to come back to the fire make hot and again then you can that's why to be powerful enough to give the association while we go out for book distribution when we go out for even even just walking for shopping something for krishna we cannot get enamored by oh this materialistic oh look at that girl's nice dress where is the mind going that means i am taking the association finish this is why chota haridas was banished chota haridas was banished by chaitanya mahaprabhu just for looking lustfully at a woman finish he chaitanya mahaprabhu never wanted even he was pleading and pleading and pleading chaitanya mahaprabhu did not want to see his face at all then so much so that he committed suicide not being able to go to chaitanya mahaprabhu and when the devotees told him that you know chota haridas he he was so afflicted by separation from you that he has committed suicide even chaitanya mahaprabhu said yes that's good that is a proper medicine for a person after taking sanyas he is still attracted to women he has done well good he was not even in the slight emotionally moved not even in the slight slightest degree so this is the standard you see so <clears throat> what was i saying yeah so that's how hmm yeah yeah of course that is a that is spiritual side of it but materially is an example that's see we are on the topic so we are to stay on the topic so now hmm. uh lot of comments here actually one second uh, yeah we are constantly breathing in and out so many other entities are microbes are killed yeah, that's why we always chant so so whatever accidentally we do even while walking while cooking we are killing so many so if you chant hari krishna so krishna will rid us of all the accidental aham tvam sarva pape bhyo mokshe shyam imasucha therefore we have to always constantly chant krishna's name not to get liberated from the sins we are committing that is seventh offense to commit sinful activities on the strength of chanting no but just we have to absorbed in chanting and whatever is beyond our control krishna will take care of that hmm. so even like we pass by the hawker center we can't do much about it but so that krishna will take care what else somebody is asking sometimes so happens uh, we do eat sattvic food in non vegetarian house is that act also considered as papam yeah because we have read the verse uh, that nimantran you know the invitation is by who uh, that's why we we distribute prasadam like for example some people they call us for the house programs they want a bhajan in the house they want some bhagavad gita part but they are not completely pure in their habits so what we do we we cook prasadam from here uh, and then everybody accepts prasadam so prasadam is distributed to everybody there so sattvic food what is sattvic food no we have to rise above sattvic in fact sattvic food is also not good enough so just um, quickly show that 
internet is a blessing in that way you can associate with devotees through internet so pray for you know just like raghunath das goswami was with his parents who were not allowing him to go to and surrender to chaitanya mahaprabhu nitan prabhu said you you be patient and pray for the mercy of chaitanya mahaprabhu you will get it so we have to just sincerely desire and eventually it will come you're not going to live with your parents forever i mean this is a boy actually a young boy he is not going to live with his parents forever anyway after some time we will separate so wait for the time and let krishna open the doors and after that you know he can associate with devotees freely somebody amit prabhu is asking from delhi please tell if anyone is not fully krishna conscious and has no means to support himself what should he do if he plans to earn for the sake of krishna only is that a sin the process of gearing up for occupation is so occupying that it has taken up all the time to execute devotional service you know <clears throat> yeah so everyone we can't immediately join up Uh, a temple um, so even when we cannot we have to at least pray for the mercy of shri prabhupada and krishna while executing our work whatever krishna doesn't say impractically that you know stop all work immediately no if one cannot stop one continue with his work at the same time associate sthane sthita shruti kata always continue to hear so now these classes are there and prabhupada's books are there most importantly prabhupada's books are there um whatever we are speaking are also from there only so once we read and you know gets get more accustomed to this knowledge then slowly slowly by and by you know we can come out of this and uh, you know all the at least at home we have to still follow all the principles mangal aarti the morning ritual we have to follow religiously from morning mangal aarti to the bhagavatam class everything should be followed you know that's the only way and then eventually wait for krishna's you know Uh, mercy I, i mean krishna's mercy is already there actually it is just that how we take it you know just like uh, the pandavas were they were in forest and all that they they i mean they did not cry I mean, how we can serve they just were undergoing their life at the same time remembering krishna always and eventually they were rewarded with the kingdom and they ruled it in krishna consciousness so whether they were in the forest or in, in the in the palace they were krishna conscious that is the most important thing it does not matter where we are but how we are 
what is our consciousness that is what matters so with the benefit of internet we can actually now associate so let's take advantage of that and uh, that's the reason why we're going live with these classes and all this just to you know give that opportunity to everybody and um, yeah so that's it so thank you everyone for coming on here and online offline and online <laughs> Uh-huh. Hmm. Hmm. no in emergency in uh, no uh, yeah i mean he married to hidden bum but he did not uh, eat his, her cooking <laughs> whereas ajamel <laughs> ate the prostitute's cooking which is why he lost all his good qualities whereas bhima he married hidden bum hidden bum he did not eat her cooking though no hmm. and actually bhima sometimes ate meat in the case of emergency in the forest when they were in vanvas his appetite was you know uh, what is bhima bhima karma vrikodaraha in the first chapter of bhagavad gita verse 15 we find vrikodaraha krishna bhima has such a huge appetite sometimes he cannot so actually it is stated in the vedas that uh, in the vedic literature that if one cannot find anything except meat one is allowed to eat meat in the case of emergency extreme emergency sometimes people ask us you know what if i cannot find you know anything you know then i can i said why are you talking about it now you have export import going on everywhere wherever you are we have imported vegetables from everywhere. even if you are in the corner of russia you have potatoes there why are you complaining we have devotees from russia you know mataji is from bulgaria very cold minus something degrees they are they are vegetarians why you cannot be in the hottest part of the you know equatorial you know right at the equator and you ask me this question as if you are in a utmost emergency you know <laughs> so first of all you are not there so why are you when emergency comes let's see huh yeah? but now it is not emergency why are you asking supermarket is there convenience store for your convenience why you cannot pick up some vegetables from there so rubbish just an excuse yeah so we will stop here very late granthraj shrimad bhagavad gita ki shila prabhupad ki nitai gor premanand